0: Before we get into this episode of BoJack Horse Pod, we did just want to let you know up top that this episode of BoJack Horseman deals with addiction even more so than many other episodes of BoJack do and as a result also discusses self-harm. So we wanted to make sure that anybody listening is aware of that going in and if that's not something that you have space for today, please feel free to skip this one and we'll talk to you next week. everyone, and welcome back to BoJack HorsePod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today we will be talking about Season 5, Episode 9 of BoJack Horseman, Ancient History. I'm your host, Kirsten McInnes, joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? I'm
1: so good. Kirsten, I would like to issue a PSA to our listeners, if I may. Oh, please do. Everyone has to go listen to Kirsten's appearance on Pod Friends, which has now been out for like a week. It was so good. I just listened to it. It was amazing. I talked to you every week and I learned so much and I was so proud of you. You did such a good job. So everyone go listen to it.
0: I rescind my permission to the <laughs> PSA. I'm so uncomfortable now.
1: <laughs> I, know, I was like I'm about to be like, If I may make you uncomfortable, Kirsten. <laughs> no, it was so good. I loved it so much. You did such a good job mm. and it was just a delight.
0: Yes, I'm very proud of it. People have responded well, except for one person who decided to take the opportunity to go to my Instagram to call me fat. But that's fine. I just deleted. I just deleted their comment. It's fine.
1: Okay, well, listen to it. Don't be an asshole, and uh, <laughs> that's the second part of the PSA.
0: <laughs> Amazing, but Lindsay, we're not alone. That's right. We're very popular. <laughs> Yeah, I know. We're so pretty and popular. Everyone <laughs> just wants to come talk to us. But today we are joined by one of the OGs, someone who has always wanted to talk to us since before we were so pretty popular. <laughs> you know him as the host of the Lonely Boys podcast over on the the Boys Network, I think it's called? Question mark. Matt Gagan's here. Matt, how are you?
2: Oh my God. Back again by popular demand. I'm part of the four-timers club. Can't wait to get my hat and my t-shirt that are probably in the mail. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean... Oh, so, so blessed to be talking to the pretty popular host of BoJack HorsePod <laughs> again. You guys have had such a great run of guests in the recent weeks. And, you know, that that doesn't end with me. I'm part of it. I'm I'm now, I add, add me to the streak. It's going to be another good one.
0: Yeah, you are a part of history now. So ancient history. Cool. What a segue. Uh, that was so good, man. Maddie, how are you doing?
2: I'm good. I'm currently on. Winter break. I started student teaching last week, and I did a whole week of it before the school went on winter break, which is good because I needed it. I'm winded after a week, so now I've just been relaxing and, you know, catching up on my my various television shows, which include, of course, BoJack Horseman.
0: What is your, like, binge show right now?
2: I just started watching the fosters i I had already been watching good trouble so i went i'm like watching the prequel now it's like star wars which you famously love kirsten Um,
0: (laughs) absolutely not
2: and and i'm sure i'm not the first person to relate the fosters to star wars i'm sure it's a very common common comparison that people are making all the time and god that's that's the most of it right now there's so many current shows that i haven't had a lot of time to like binge old shows that i need to catch up on
0: that's you know, it's right. like
2: Celebrity Big Brother and Australian Survivor. They're <laughs> taking up a lot of my time right now.
0: I mean, Celebrity Big Brother is still taking up a lot of your time?
2: You know, even when I check out, like I'm not watching feeds or really even keeping up on Twitter or anything. But I'll still, you know, watch the podcasts for you yeah. know RHAP and stuff. And I'll still watch the episodes and everything. And so when there's like an episode every day and a podcast every day and a live feed update every day, that that's like half your day right there.
0: It is a lot of your day. That's true. At least the live feed updates have been like fifteen minutes. Yeah, lately. that's true. Um, I've
2: been I've been knocking them out pretty quick. The only thing keeping me invested in this season is that I'm going to get to watch Todrick lose, uh, and one way or another, eventually I will
1: get to watch Todrick lose.
0: That's true. You're not you're not wrong about that. Lindsay's like, ah, yes, Big Brother, of course. Can't wait to
1: see that guy lose. Am I right?
0: Yeah, we hate him as a family. Oh yeah. <laughs> i sorry for the lengthy Big Brother segue. <laughs> you might be wondering what time is it right now. <laughs>
2: What time is it? I have covered the the, the like time portion on my computer because I didn't want to be spoiled. So oh I'm God. anxiously <laughs> awaiting what time it is.
0: Incredible. Okay, perfect. So we are recording on Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. That's a, lot, a whole lot of twos. We should have recorded at 2.22, but mm. I think we, me and Lindsay have jobs. Uh, <laughs> right. Like Matt's on break, but... Lindsay and I had work today so mm-hmm. but it is so in the Pacific time zone where Lindsay and I are it is 5:30 p.m. in New York where maddie is it is 8:30 p.m. Wow. And then in London it's February 23rd at 1:30 a.m. and in Hong Kong it is the 23rd at 9:30 a.m. And Philbert's coming soon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> I can't believe that they're paying for that website, seemingly in perpetuity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a good point.
0: <laughs> so, okay. I went to go look at what holidays this is. So, this episode is coming out on March 1st.
1: Oh, it's another first. True.
0: It's like... There are, like, a million holidays, and some of oh, them no. are, like, real holidays, too. Hit so, us
1: with some of your faves.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, there. there's... I, the real ones are, like, obviously, I am... I don't know how to pronounce this properly. So I'm really, really, really apologetic, and I'm really sorry if I insult anybody's culture or religion. But March 1st is a big day for Islam because it's Easter and Mirage Day, which refers to a miraculous nighttime journey undertaken by the Prophet Muhammad. Okay. And then for anyone who is Hindu, it is, uh, no, I can't say it, Maha Shivaratri Day. I can't say it and I, I apologize for that. I'm butchering. but it's big day it looks like honoring an important Hindu God and I am sorry that I just offended them. It's also Fat Tuesday for I believe the Catholics. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh really. So yeah. this Fat, is Fat Tuesday always creeping up on me every year. This is where
0: I don't you eat a lot of pancakes before Lent, but it's also there's a lot of really fun days as well. Oh, it's also the Independence Movement day in South Korea. So another serious one. Mm-hmm. It's baby sleep day. So babies are supposed to sleep today. Okay. <laughs> babies are supposed
1: to sleep every day.
0: Yeah, I would think so. But, but like they today is the day where it's, you know, celebrated. Today is <laughs> <laughs> the day
1: where you should really encourage it.
0: It's world compliment day.
1: Mm, send us some compliments.
0: So send us compliments.
1: On a five-star iTunes review.
0: Please. <laughs>
1: A perfect way to celebrate.
0: Yeah, it's also leave a 5-star review for Bojack Horseman oh, wow. day. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh my god. <laughs> it's world music therapy day. It's share a smile day.
1: And we will.
0: We will be sharing um,
2: lots of smiles.
0: Yeah, it's refired, not retired day, where you're supposed to spice up your retirement plan.
1: Oh, it makes it sound like you're getting fired from your job. Yeah, yeah that's what I meant. Yeah,
0: no, you're, you're already not working, but I the, guess. Nas-
2: the national day to fire your employees before they have a chance to retire. Exactly um, what it
1: sounds like,
0: 100%. <laughs> <laughs> it's National Sportsmanship Day. And then to bring it all down, it's Self-Injury Awareness Day, which is nice. pretty fitting, actually, yeah, for yeah. this oh, episode no. of BoJack. <laughs> no. It's also Justin Bieber's birthday
2: oh happy happy birthday to canadian legend justin beaver yes. oh, the pride ha- of canada
0: we're the
1: pride of canada <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: this this is the last one i'm gonna read i promise it's also national peanut butter lovers day
2: Ugh, count me out count oh, me firmly in all? no i hate i hate peanut butter
0: <laughs> okay you know what i respect it i'm thank you thank you like for respecting it, it. <laughs> we're, dif- we're different people and, and it's what makes life beautiful but on the on the holidays today website there were 27 total holidays so go check that out if you're looking for anything to celebrate. And I apologies again for the words that I butchered, because <laughs> I don't know how to say them. You tried your and best. I we don't know any better. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to have to learn words in a different language today before I opened that page, so I didn't have time to Google pronunciation, because we were already <laughs> recording. I'm sorry. But yeah, a- ancient history, hey?
1: Ancient history. Yep. It's a tough one.
0: Maddie, why why did you ask to come on this episode? <laughs> so...
2: Yeah. I, you asked me what season five episode do I want to come on for. And I looked at the episodes and I said, you know, the the last two episodes I've come on for have been very heavy, very, you know, leaving people sad by the end of it. So I kind of wanted to do a funner one this time. I also wanted to do one that, that had a good Todd plot because... I've really appreciated Todd on this rewatch a lot more than I had the first time, where he's becoming one of my favorite characters. So I looked for a nice, fun Todd episode, and I was just reading the synopses on Wikipedia for the season five episodes, and I said, oh, this one seems like a nice, fun Todd episode. And and it was. And I was like, Mm -hmm. so this will probably be a light, nice one. And I mean... It really, it really wasn't too bad until like the ending where it all starts getting heavy again. So I was like, man, I really, I, I did it to myself this time. I can't, I, I chose this episode thinking that we'd be in the clear, but it's really tough with these late season episodes of BoJack to to find one that, that has no, no sadness in it at all.
1: Yeah, the ending on this one, very tough. It all comes crashing down and like all
2: of oh, the yeah. storylines. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're doing really good. Like 20 minutes into this, we're still doing really good. And then like, mm. oh God, here we go. I just
0: think. No point of Bojack's plot in this episode was like feeling good, but mm-hmm. I guess we just have different <laughs> no. opinions on that.
2: I, I yeah. like the Todd storyline. I, I stand by that it was a fun Todd storyline.
0: There are definitely one funny one.
1: moments in different spots in, the, I would say, in all three of them. But like, yeah, the the Todd one is definitely what we need in this episode. Yeah, Otherwise, exactly. it's extremely heavy. Yeah. <laughs> guess I should have
2: also read the other storylines that would be in the episode instead <laughs> of just focusing on Todd. But hey, we've learned for next time now.
1: There
0: you go. No, next time you have to come on for the downerest episode. Um, okay, the trend. as is tradition. You come on for down. Da- I mean, this isn't at least the downerest episode. No, <laughs> yeah. But, Lindsay, what did you think of this episode?
1: I really liked it. As Matt mentioned, the Todd stuff has been living rent-free in my head all week, actually, for the last couple days. I'll just jump to it right now. The moment when he brings out the sex robot, and it's like, I love it when you call me father. Just, oh my god. That killed me. That that made me laugh. I was crying, and I have seen this at least three times. Anyway, so good. I love that, but definitely it's, uh, this one's, Tough at the end. Princess Carolyn stuff is sad. It's a very good episode, but very heavy. Very not heavy. an original take for for this podcast, but
0: <laughs> yeah, hot take. But BoJack is a heavy show that can be hard mm-hmm. to watch. I don't know if you knew that, but <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I realized that this week. It, it often makes me <laughs> sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's new new this week. But this this episode I thought was good. It feels like it was pushing things forward. Hmm. At least, kind of. I have to say up front, first and foremost, fuck that mouse. We do not like <laughs> him. Uh, fuck that
2: mouse. Does he have a name or is it just fuck that mouse? I, I watched the episode <laughs> waiting to hear a name because I've completely forgotten it. But no, it's it's just that mouse and that
0: fuck mouse. that mouse. Yeah. T- technically, his name is Ralph. I that's always enough. want to call him Stuart, like Stuart Little. <laughs> Stuart but <laughs> that's just because he's a mouse. And I think that that's a bias that I need to work on within myself. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah. And listening to you guys talk about him, like, I, I, you guys are very hard on him. And I thought maybe they were too hard on him. But then when he came on the episode, as soon as I saw him, I audibly groaned. So I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I, guess it, I guess it is fitting to,
1: to hate this We do this have guy. a strong take on Ralph coming in the feedback section of this episode. So Ooh. just to set that up. The Ralph defender has oh, a lot God. Done. Speaking of not agreeing, I was listening to the
2: episode that, you know, just the very last episode where Colin came on. And I think Colin's a very good guess. He was a very good guest on The Lonely Boys as well. I, I think he's very fun to listen to, but I found myself, like, disagreeing with maybe everything he said on the whole episode. Ooh. So I can't remember spicy. specifics, but I might I might re-listen to the episode and take some notes and just, and, and just uh, do my own podcast episode where, where, yeah, where, where I disagree with everything he said. Wow.
0: I love that. Where you just are cutting in every, like, time he talks.
1: Yeah. I do commentary <laughs> over the episode. Hello, everyone. Okay. Let me stop you right there. <laughs>
0: I think that's a great idea. And I think that that could be a good location for, you know, the podcast to go in.
2: Commentary of the previous episode.
1: <laughs> oh my God. That's where we go next.
0: <laughs> when this yeah. ends, we start It's a never-ending back. loop. You just, yeah, yeah. you just keep
2: going. Every time you finish, you just do commentary <laughs> of the previous run.
0: Uh, well, actually, I think like the the accepted thing is that now... We're supposed to rank all of the episodes and then go through our rankings of the episodes. That's what Mike Bloom's doing with Lost. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll
2: la Down the Hatch. Yeah. Yes, indeed.
0: I don't think I have that in me. BoJack would like be homework. really hard
2: to rank. It's like, yeah. I don't know, where do you rank like the most depressing episodes of a show, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not easy. But I guess we could talk about this depressing episode. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> Let's do, it. do it. So it starts off with, it's kind of flashing back and forth between BoJack and like filming Filbert, like kind of going back and forth between them. We're getting a little bit more of a sense of the plot of Filbert. It's a lot of asking what happened to Filbert's wife and his former partner. Uh, He shoots Mr. Peanut Butter. He had shot his other partner, apparently because his partner was choking his wife. Then he like buried the bodies.
1: Yeah, it seems like he's getting like, I know based on the way you're saying it, it's still all very convoluted, but it does seem like they've at least decided on a direction. Like it does seem like Fritz is indeed a ghost and that his wife is actually dead. So it does seem like they have some clearer direction on the the actual plot of Filbert. I applaud you
2: both for actually trying to figure out the
1: plot of Filbert.
0: (laughs) It's not easy. (laughs)
2: Can't can't say I spent more than two seconds thinking about it.
0: But we still don't really get it because the last scene we get of season one is Philbert and his co-star I don't know what the character's name is I only know Gina but are,
2: are you sure they're co-stars isn't Bojack <laughs> the star <laughs> Yeah, she's just in the cast. It's called Phil. It's called Philbert. He's. she just? His ego's so big. Like while Gina's breaking up with him, he can't even let her call them co-stars.
0: Yeah, they're more so both on the cast. Yeah. But they're like embracing because he says that he's gonna bury her in his heart, where he buried <laughs> his wife and former partner. And then she goes, "Oh, the the nuclear missiles are coming." And then the season ends. So like. I don't, even like with Di- what Diane was able to do in like the second half of Filbert, I still don't think it's going to be making a lot of sense.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I hope that was just the last season, I mean, the last scene they filmed because that's a bananas way to end, end a season of television. Didn't really...
1: Cliffhanger. The, the, or are the missiles going to hit? <laughs> the
2: nuclear missile effects were pretty good. Though. Very impressive. <laughs> yes,
0: it truly looked like cardboard on a screen. <laughs> but you know what? That would be a great cliffhanger for an end of a season. Like I would to yeah, know so. what happens on season two. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but Gina breaks up with Bojack also with the aforementioned co-star dig <laughs> yes. that Maddie mentioned. Yeah, she
1: says she never continues to see co-stars after the show ends, so they're going to stop sleeping together.
0: I like that she's just like, I go to work, I date my coworkers and that's it, yeah. with no idea of it being, like, a PR relationship or, like, negotiated. <laughs> like, no, she really dates all her co-stars. I've been getting, like, really into listening to podcasts about, like, blind items, about celebrities lately, and it'll always be about, like, the PR relationships between co-stars and, and stuff like that. It's very interesting.
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> highly recommend. I listened to like an hour and a half long podcast about Taylor Swift and Diana Agron and like really spelling out how they probably definitely dated and like I have I have definitely
2: I have definitely heard this conspiracy theory and I I'm going to have to f- pass along that podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'll I'll,
0: I'll send you the link, Maddie. It was very compelling. I have Yeah, I've read um, Reddit threads
2: about this. So I I definitely need to know more of this cause story. Cuz
0: there's like a lot of like information in the news and like like photos that are not like the common photos you see Mm -hmm. from like those summers of them to like it's not like
2: apparently the song wonderland was written about diana agron like that's
0: right and also i wish you would
2: okay because
0: people said that one was about harry styles but harry styles hadn't moved to la yet at that point in time in fact none of taylor's exes had recently moved to la except for diana agron had moved to la that summer. So.
2: Well, that's all the evidence I need, Lindsay. How about you? What do you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you
1: think? it was all just nonsense to me. I recognize the words <laughs> taylor Swift—and that's all.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll what, send what that was, podcast to you.
2: Easier keeping up with the plot of me and Kirsten's conversation or the plot of Philbert
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's similar. <laughs> Is Maddie a ghost? I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Too soon to tell. We maybe, need a season two. Maybe
0: I'm a ghost.
1: Oh god, could
0: yeah, it could be okay, but Maddie, I'll I'll pass you along that no, that do. podcast, right? Because I think you'll really like it. I'm all in after listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lindsay.
1: <laughs> I was uh, like, I'm gonna have to write this in the l- description, and I was like, Is Taylor Swift a ghost? And I was like, Wait, that's not, not the l- question. <laughs> Lindsay's currently making edit points for things to edit out of the
0: episode. <laughs> <laughs> Is Taylor Swift a ghost? I just think that we can hear say? both sides. <laughs> so okay, we we get into the episode proper. And I just kind of have everything in chronological order. But, like, do do y'all have a different way that you would want to discuss it? Because I can rearrange this stuff.
1: I forgot
2: to split it up, so I'm happy to go chronologically.
0: Beautiful. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I love chronology. All of my notes are in chronological order as well, so.
0: Wonderful. So... Right at the start of the episode, Bojack is picking up Hollyhock from the airport, and I thought it was very cute that he wrote all of her last names on the sign. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. He had to flip it over, and it's like running out of ink by the time he gets to the end. Very cute. Yeah, he had to go
2: through a whole pen. Yeah. I love that they're at Airbud International Airport because honestly, <laughs> Airbud is iconic enough to warrant an airport in his name. <laughs> definitely true
0: yes very very uh. funny but that's that's all we get of that because then it goes straight to the what time is it right now offices because emily is there to visit todd she's broken up with her fireman again not steve doug not doug yeah <laughs> <laughs> i forgot there was a new one yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, I love this whole exchange where she's talking about, like, oh, the sex was amazing, but there was no emotional connection. And then Todd's like, yeah, it was exactly the same with me and Yolanda. There was no emotional connection, but the no sex was amazing. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, he was having none of the best sex he's ever had with Yolanda. Exactly. <laughs>
0: and you know what? If that is what makes him happy, then I'm happy for him, you know? Emily is done with sexy, noble hero hunks. <laughs> she's done.
1: Yes. And she has made Todd's All About That Ace map a reality.
2: Yeah, is, this is the first time we're seeing all about that ace, or has it been brought up in other episodes? It's, or
0: It's been mentioned before, and it's okay. actually what started a big fight between Todd and, and Yolanda because she thought that if an app existed, right, right. then he would have no reason to continue dating her because they had nothing in common, right. which like, you'd think she would be excited to meet someone new on the app.
1: Yeah. She said it was like too niche a market for it. And I remember at the time saying like, you'd think she'd be more supportive of this because she wants Todd yeah. to have a job. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember a lot
2: about season five. This is my first time revisiting it. But like the two things I remember are all about that ace and birthday dad. And they both appear in this episode. <laughs> so I was, I was like, very excited. I was like, oh my God, the two things I remember are both here.
0: <laughs> it's almost like you picked the episode. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't I didn't know birthday dad was going to be making an appearance. Was, that was a pleasant surprise.
0: <laughs> I, I did like also hear there's a few times in the episode where Emily's like, oh, what do you thinking and then Todd brings up like a completely unrelated (laughs) idea here his idea is a restaurant where the menus are on garlic bread so after you order that's your first course the menu yeah this is why I wanted a fun
2: Todd episode because I I was laughing already I I would love to know how many like random Todd quotes the writers have to come up with on an average day and how how many they don't (laughs) use I would love to see the alts on what they all the Todd lines that they have
0: that would be so funny
1: (laughs) I need it I need to see it would you eat a garlic bread menu?
0: The thing is, is would I eat garlic bread? Absolutely. But like, how is it made into the menu? What is the writing? How many hands have touched that menu before it's coming into my head? Like, I've, I've got some concerns about this, like the food safety. Like, yes. I th- I don't think that they would be stamping that business better, you know? But that's just, the, that's just the
2: idea, man. He doesn't bother with the execution. That's someone else's problem. If they can make it work, I'm, I'm down to try it.
0: I was just about to say, like, he's really in on, like, Italian food ideas with the spaghetti strainers, but that actually was <laughs> Oxnard's idea, not Todd's. So. <laughs> True. <laughs> I was just attributing it to Todd. Yeah, it
1: was Oxnard pretending to be Todd.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, would, would either of you eat the garlic bread menu?
1: Heck, yeah. I mean, if you put a garlic, menu, a garlic bread menu
2: in front of me, I'm going to end up eating it. <laughs> 100%. I feel like I'd
0: probably eat it before I even got to order, though. I'd be like, "Oh, garlic bread!
2: <laughs> yeah. Sweet, free bread!" <laughs> oh, that was the menu. <laughs> We're gonna need another menu for the table.
0: <laughs> that could work, though. You know, I'd say work.
2: I'd go by myself. Say I was a party of six and just eat all six menus. It's nice.
0: It's still not as good as I think it's called Pacini's. It's an Italian restaurant with a garlic bread bar, and you go mm. and there's like many types of bread and many types of spreads, and you make your own bread to go with your meal. hmm That's that's, sure, that's, yes. that's pretty special. So now we go over to the management. And Mr. Peanut Butter is talking to Princess Carolyn about what he's going to do next now that Filbert season one is over. Princess Carolyn says that he is a serious actor now, so he will probably work on a narrative documentary about global warming and then take a private plane to the premiere.
2: Yeah. So between this line and just last week, the story about him only dating women in their twenties, is Mr. Peanut Butter just supposed to be Leo DiCaprio? Or <laughs> And I can and I love Leo DiCaprio, so I can say that about him.
0: I mean I think that we can all say that regardless of our opinion on Leonardo DiCaprio he does exclusively date women under 25 and
2: and also date he, and and also narrate global warming documentaries and drive yes. and fly private planes <laughs> everywhere. Exactly.
0: I know he like filmed The Revenant filmed like near Calgary and uh, he was there in winter and there was what's called a Chinook which is like a normal thing that happens when warm air goes over the mountains and it heats up. Alberta for like a couple of days in the winter, and then it will just like go back to normal. And he was like, "Look at this! It's global warming. This is horrible." And it's like, and everyone Alberta was furious with him because they're like, "It's just a chinook. He's so <laughs> stupid. He doesn't even know." How, how
2: and oh, I'm like, man. "Well, I
0: mean, we are having a lot more chinooks. Maybe that is something. For maybe, maybe it is yeah, global
2: warming." Maybe. I, I thought The Revenant was very boring, and it's the one he won the Oscar for. It's like my least favorite Leonardo DiCaprio movie. I didn't mm-hmm. watch
0: it because it was stupid.
2: You already had that opinion; you didn't have to watch <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah,
0: I, 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 took the the Vanessa McInnes approach to watching The Revenant, which was I didn't because I thought it looked stupid. <laughs> with the, no the SpongeBob approach.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you didn't miss much.
0: Oh, go- I, mean, a
2: I know, like very exciting scene between him and a bear.
0: Yeah, I think I saw Ooh. some scenes. Like my ex watched it, and like. I know there was a bear and a bear attack. Mm-hmm. He he survived, I think, question mark.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, I mean, he did survive, so I will spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean, want to, but I will for the I purpose mean, of this I'm, conversation.
0: I'm more likely to watch a Star Wars than to watch The <laughs> Revenant. So. Listen,
2: that movie also just seemed very cold. There was, you know, I I, I mm-hmm. felt cold just watching the movie, so yeah. not an experience you want when watching a movie. I've lived for open
0: winters. I don't want to watch one on TV. <laughs> But Mr. Peanut Butter has actually decided he wants to do something based on a book. But books are so <laughs> long these days.
2: Yeah, so he's just he's just gonna w- wait for the movie to come out and then see the movie and see if the book's good enough based on the movie to base a movie off of.
1: Yes, exactly. So studies decided to option a greeting card because it's much shorter. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he wants to option a happy birthday dad greeting card. The card has a dad dog with several puppies around it, and he thinks that they should call it birthday dad.
2: An objectively cool dad in, in that picture on the birthday card. Yes, objectively. Yes. Good sunglasses. I'm surprised more movies haven't been based off birthday cards. I mean, movies are based on everything these days. We have movies based off tweets. Battleships. That's
0: true. But like the <laughs> tweets were like a thread of tweets.
2: That's true. Like we It need... wasn't just
0: one tweet.
2: They need to find multiple birthday cards and string them together make some kind of story out of them. I could
0: very easily see a movie called Birthday Dad where it's very much like Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve-esque where there's like a bunch of different dads' birthdays oh, yeah. all on the same. Like it it, it could happen. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised. Yeah.
2: Who, do you, who do you even talk to to get the film rights to a birthday card? Do you have to call the card company? <laughs>
0: I, I assume you just like scream into the void like I don't I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, here she had to call Ralph because it was his card company. So, oh, is that why he's in the episode? Yes, I, I didn't
2: I did not even understand why they were having dinner. Like just seeing him took me out of it.
0: So she flips over the card. It says Stilton on it, and she's like, uh. Uh,
2: "I was supposed to remember his name is Stilton." Okay, exactly.
0: Yes. I just also think like she could have not called him. Like she could have tried to go through probably like oh I don't know the publicity part of the card company like and not the owner of the company.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they would have been jazzed about it. Like someone is probably have a lot more money than that individual card <laughs> sells.
2: Would love to see yeah the reaction when they find out that they want they want to be given a bunch of money for
0: rights to their birthday card. That just says happy birthday and has a bunch of dogs on it. Like
1: <laughs> Mr. Peanut Butter is a lot like Todd in this exchange where it's like. Todd also doesn't think through any of the details of what he's proposing. And then similarly here, Princess Carolyn's like, but what is this? And he's like, it's birthday dad. It's birth- what do you mean? It's birthday dad. End of sentence. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what else did could you re- Did you read the card? Yeah. <laughs> did you not look at it? He's cool. It's pretty self-explanatory.
0: a happy birthday dad. <laughs> but notice he's a birthday dad, not a happy birthday dad. So there could be something there.
2: Right. The screenplay writes itself.
0: So we go back to Hollyhock and Bojack for just a split second, where Hollyhock is very triggered going back to Bojack's house because that is the place where she was drugged by Bojack's mother. And Bojack's like, "Listen, it's ancient history. Like, it's all in the past." And they just decide to eat pizza.
1: Yes, they're making some new memories to cancel out the bad ones. Seems like a, <laughs>
2: I don't see any flaws in that logic yeah.
0: to me. Does that work? <laughs> Can you just cancel out bad idea, bad like memories of the good memories?
1: Yeah, you just, like, right, smoosh down the bad memories, bottle them up where they belong, and put some good ones on top. Let's Lindsay, get you had therapy today. You can't be
0: joking <laughs> about these bad coping mechanisms.
1: It's true. I basically, like, walk in every day, and I'm like, all right, buckle up. Let's do this for 15 minutes while I just dump out everything.
0: Buckle up. Uh, That's how I approach my pod friends interview. It's mostly mm. just trauma dumping. So. <laughs> It's all good so we go back to princess carolyn who is now at dinner with ralph stilton she's like hinting about oh do you have a girlfriend and he's like yeah I- i'm single are you single and she's like yeah i'm single yeah
1: it's like i know what you're asking i don't have cable or any girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> some gentle comedy
0: it's just a gentle comedy
1: <laughs> Some light, light comedy.
0: Yeah, but she brings up that she's too busy with Filbert, which really is triggering to Ralph because that was what they were going to name their baby if they had one. And she's like, "No, not like our baby that we never had. It's a show."
2: Yeah, interesting. She doesn't phrase it like "I'm so busy with the show I'm working on." She says, "I'm so busy with my Filbert."
0: Why is she so busy with this one show? <laughs> she's got her hands full. I don't know. I don't know
2: exactly what how much work she's putting into. I guess she's producing. Right I guess.
0: I guess she's producing. I don't
2: know exactly what that entails, but I guess it's a lot. She's got her plate full.
0: I think it can mean a lot of things from giving money and doing nothing to doing a lot.
2: Well, if I know Princess Carolyn, she's on the doing a lot end of that spectrum.
0: I Yeah, I would co-sign that for sure. While they're at this dinner, she gets a call from Tracy, who's the unhelpful adoption agency person, that if she can get to the hospital tonight, she gets a free baby.
1: Yeah. I do like that she's in the phone that way. It's like, Tracy, unhelpful adoption person. <laughs> yeah.
0: She's not helpful.
2: No, she's. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As as the contact information would lead you to believe. Yeah, but it's a very um, very accurate contact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you do you guys have anyone in your phone that's saved with like a description next to it? I guess back
2: when like I was in school, like I I'd have like name and then accounting class after it. I, I'm very big into the not saving people by their names. A lot of times I will save people by their like Twitter names or something like that. It just be- better to remember. The name is just so boring.
0: How am I saved in your phone?
2: Kirsten, but spelled C U R S E one zero.
0: Okay, I'll take it. That's good. <laughs> I'll take it. Kirsten. That's Lindsay. That's how I put my name when I'm playing video games. Mm-hmm. It's Kirsten. Yeah, and
2: I don't have to worry about meeting any other Kirstens because I won't save them in that way. So you know, you're you're unique. You're one yeah. of a kind.
0: It's a foolproof plan. I save people by their full names, but I give them emojis.
2: That's fun. Do I have an emoji?
0: You have a burger emoji because we always talk about veggie burgers and sliders together.
2: <laughs> that's, uh, that's true. We do. You talk about sliders a lot. Those guardian well, chicken sliders yeah. are to die for.
0: It's been a minute since we've really had a lot of burger conversations. But when I first got your number, was at like the peak of slider? I said, I said
2: give me your number. I've got some slider opinions I want to talk through
1: right now. <laughs> saved in my phone as Kirsten McInnes and we have no text history.
0: you never texted? <laughs>
1: That doesn't sound right. She
0: says
2: everything she needs to say to you for the podcast. Every time she wants to talk to you, she says, no, 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 I'll save it for the podcast.
0: I have you on my phone as Lindsay Wilson, and you have a horse emoji and a unicorn emoji. and you're right we've we've never texted oh my god so i'm just gonna send you a text right now so we guys talk to
1: do you guys know each other outside of this podcast
0: we just like use facebook messenger mostly
1: it's my good friend krista how dare you
2: it's like me and colin i technically have colin's number but we've only ever interacted through facebook messenger for some reason
0: i i do have colin's number at this point because i pay five dollars a month to be allowed to text americans who don't have iphones but we've all never texted
1: breaking news I just got a text that says hi you're from Kirsten <laughs> so.
0: there's a lot of eyes to indicate my and, like exuberation yes. and
1: you now have a text well, history yes <laughs> a lot to unpack in this text history
2: <laughs> this this episode made history as the as the canonical episode where Lindsay and Kirsten began their texting I can't wait history. till you unpack <laughs> that
0: text history with your therapist Lindsay
2: <laughs> why didn't she put more eyes she's gonna say what does it mean <laughs> who just says hi with a bunch of eyes <laughs> <laughs> and I never responded
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah now I have to unpack that I got ghosted
2: <laughs> the ball's the balls in your court now Lindsay you have all oh the power god. oh god
1: it's too much too much pressure
0: <laughs> but back back to Bojack Ralph uh, drives Princess Carolyn to the hospital because she's freaking out spilling food on herself like very very stressy about picking up this free baby
2: yeah it was nice that he gave her a ride at least and I guess the whole Princess Carolyn trying to have a kid storyline is something that always made me really feel for her. And, and with this rewatch as well, Todd was a character that I've appreciated more and Princess Carolyn also another character that I've appreciated more. Not that I ever disliked either of them, but, you know, there's just so many fun characters on the show. It's hard to it's hard to appreciate all of them at once. So I'm glad I'm glad that I've really been empathizing with uh, Princess Carolyn a lot recently.
1: Mm -hmm. I do love her here where she says like they don't let you go home without a car seat seems like there should be more (laughs) rules than that and I was like yes it does seem that way
2: (laughs) you'd think there'd be more rules but I guess apparently that is the only one
0: I mean I think they also probably send you home with some diapers and stuff
1: I feel like they used to do that no No, I I think
0: they do because hospitals get sponsored by the diaper companies and the diaper companies want those contracts because whatever diapers the person is sent home with they're most likely to buy so, so it all comes back to money. It's capitalism, baby.
2: Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Always.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think it's so unbelievable,
2: Yeah, <laughs> That's true. I, I should Extremely start believing should believe. I should really start I just start being so shocked at every time this happens.
0: It's like, hmm, late-stage capitalism. I don't believe it.
2: <laughs> Shocks me every time. Shocking. Uh,
0: I mean, I feel like we all are often surprised by by those things. We're like, "Oh, sh- dude, that this is really how we live." Huh. <laughs>
2: really makes you think really
0: really uh. makes you think so back at bojack's house hollyhock goes to get ice cream and sees that bojack has a bottle of vodka per day of the week which is a steep increase in alcohol from the start of the season where he mm-hmm. had a line on the bottle for each day at that point they had
1: they had indicated that like he drinks it at exactly midnight he drinks is like a lot of amount for that day mm-hmm. so like an entire bottle for each day big change.
2: Yeah, and and he tells her that he's down to one bottle a day, which is even more wild. Which when did <laughs> yeah. he go
1: back up? Very bad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we haven't really seen it. This is also where hollyhock tries to get the keys to his car to go get some ice cream because Bojack says he doesn't keep junk food in the house anymore ever since he finished the ice cream <laughs> he had last night, yes, okay. <laughs> which I really like. That's relatable. Yeah. Like that. Okay, was gonna- yeah, pretty
2: yeah. relatable, honestly. Yep.
0: <laughs> but he doesn't want her greasy hands in the Tesla, and when she's going into his pockets to get his car keys, she finds his bottle of pills and panics a lot based on her previous experience in the house. Is like oh my God, did you put this in my pizza? What the hell? And while Bojack is explaining that it's for his sore back, she pours his drugs down the like trash compactor.
1: Yeah, Oops. this is, like, very rough to watch. I think they do such a good job with Hollyhock and her anxiety during all of this. Like, they always make it kind of, like, shaky at the edges of her vision and stuff, and they do a really good job of just showing, like, the state that she's in, and you feel so much for her, where she's, like, just can't trust anything about this situation because of what she's already gone through, and I think they just convey that so effectively.
2: Yeah, poor poor Hollyhock. She's really going through it when she sees the pills. And I was very happy to also see Hollyhock again, but I just wish... Uh, Could have been under better circumstances here in this episode, I guess. Yeah, agreed. Is that too much to ask for? With this show, probably. (laughs) Probably.
0: (laughs) Damn it, Bojack. Curse this show. But that's okay. They're going to go on a journey to find drugs for Bojack because he can't really just go back to a doctor and be like, remember those highly addictive opioids you gave me? I lost them. I need more. I'm totally not a drug addict.
2: Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, and Hollyhock is just down to go on this caper with Bojack all episode.
0: Well, because Hollyhock feels bad because she's like, oh, Bojack hurt his back and I got rid of what was helping him.
2: Yeah, Bojack is really going to lay the guilt trip down heavy in this episode.
0: At this point where he talks about the opioids, he mentions as well that he's supposed to take them every three hours, where in the funeral episode he says he can only take two a day max. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that that seems like a lot even if he
0: isn't extremely. Like I think when when I I've never been on like opioids for pain medicine so I can I can't really speak to that. But like when I had dental surgery and I was on prescription strength like Tylenol 3s, I was able like it was like split out where you take them like three times throughout the day to keep a like steady dosage. It was not Every, once, every, three, every hours three hours is a wild amount to take something. Like six doses a day?
1: Yeah. There's also the moment, too, where where Bojack's like oh like your whole generation is just like brainwashed by McGruff the crime dog and Holly Huck's like but also I was legitimately <laughs> drugged so like maybe that's like putting me off that I had like overdosed on these pills yeah exactly at
2: first it seems like Bojack isn't mad which I was, I was like oh at least Bojack's like not mad at her at all but then he just shifts
1: immediately into like severe
2: guilt trip mode
1: well, yeah, cause it super that- escalates of two over the course of the episode yeah. right oh, yeah,
2: yeah
0: over the course of the episode as any drugs that were in his system leave he gets more mm-hmm. irate
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, and he's like, I, I hate to keep bringing this up, but I have to say it is all your fault that this is <laughs> this is happening.
0: Ugh. We also, we get a clip of Ralph talking to Princess Carolyn and he is like clearly very upset that she has come to the point of adopting without him because when they were together, she really didn't want to adopt and now she's okay with it. And so obviously a lot of complex emotions involved there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he does that thing where he's like, "Oh, I just think it's funny that you decided to do it after we broke up." It's like, "Don't do that." It's like, stop talking to her this way. Like, you're hurt. We
0: understand, but be nice to Princess Carolyn.
2: Yeah, he's been he has been a little annoying for my taste. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not. I don't. I don't like him.
2: I. I don't like him either. You know, he rubbed me the
1: wrong way in this episode. Fuck that and mouse. <laughs> wasn't happy to see him. Fuck that mouse. Hashtag fuck that mouse. <laughs> he said someday he hopes to be as cool as birthday dad. <laughs> Don't, don't don't get don't cute.
0: Like, don't sit there and then try to, like, laugh and have inside jokes with her. Like, you're over. It's yeah. done. Like, get out of yeah. here.
2: He was really trying to, you know, make those jokes all episode. Also trying to just keep inserting him back into Princess Carolyn's life. Permanently. <laughs> yeah, permanently. <laughs>
0: I hate him. I hate him so much. Bojack takes Hollyhock to Doctor Who's office, who we have not seen in a long time. And he actually is no longer prescribing drugs to people with addictions because after sarah lynn's funeral he went and got help he went to rehab and he changed his ways yeah
1: he regenerated as a brand new doctor you'd have to be crazy not to change your ways after uh, sarah lynn's death yeah also a maddie episode <laughs> yeah that's true i
2: was i was surprised with how immediately i was able to recognize ken jong's voice here i was like "Ooh, is that ken jong and then i checked and i was right and that's just Mm -hmm. a great moment for me to be able to recognize that so quickly
0: (laughs) and that it's a feeling that i really only get when it's nicole byer so i I understand (laughs) the excitement for you
2: yeah that's always exciting because you know when you hear nicole when you hear nicole byer's voice so much we can we can recognize it from a mile away
0: (laughs) and we do Well, Lindsay does 50% of the time. 50%, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not exactly a passing grade, Lindsay.
1: I feel like now every time a woman speaks on BoJack, I'm like, is it Nicole Byer? Must get shamed Nicole? again. <laughs> is, is that Nicole Byer? Surely that must have been Nicole. Like, Cole okay, Byer. no, it wasn't this time.
0: <laughs> L- Lindsay will become the girl who cried Nicole Byer. <laughs>
1: yeah, like I know it was her.
0: <laughs> I also forgot. I uh, forgot to mention earlier. Todd goes to Diane's house to brainstorm something nice to do for Emily, and the result for that is he makes her a sex robot.
2: <laughs> yes he does before we get to the sex robot i am i'm so glad we went back to this scene because diane's complaint about there never being any movies in the eight o'clock hour is the most oh relatable God. thing that anyone's ever said on this show like, so 8 p.m 8 p.m is literally the perfect time to watch a movie but all the local theaters have a bunch of options at seven and nine as diane is complaining about and it's like nine is a little late if you have work in the morning and seven is a little early if you're coming home from work when when am i supposed to eat dinner she's she's got a point i mean not to mention i had to go to the movies at four today
0: no. My sister and I are going to the movies on Thursday at 4.40.
2: That's a crazy time. Luckily, I head off from work <laughs> today, so I was able to go at 4. Yeah, so man. I'm
0: going to finish work at 4.30 and go straight to the movie theater.
1: Yeah, 4.40 is oh, very close.
0: It's, it's a very close walk, so okay, we're okay. in the vicinity. But yeah, it's a, it's close call.
2: Well, thank God Diane brought it up because hopefully there are some people listening that control what time movies play that can make some changes.
0: <laughs> I got to admit, I love a 7.30 start time for a movie.
2: 7.30 is, yeah, I, I could do a 7.30. Seven's a little early, but I mean, 8 o'clock would just be so perfect. 7.30 would be good,
1: I think, yeah. I think 8,
0: eight, yeah, eight, yeah, eight might cute. be too late for me on a work night because I I'm, I'm trying to be an early to bed person.
1: Nine fifteen is out of the question. I, yeah, I guess it depends on how long the movie is.
0: Yeah nine nine fifteen is absolutely out of the question. However, I will go to a midnight show if it's something I really care about,
1: like Lord of the Rings.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Lord <laughs> I, of the Rings. I'm pretty sure I went to a midnight show for like a premiere for every single Hunger Games, every single Twilight many of the Harry Potters. Mm -hmm. I think from four onward, I went to the Midnight Showing. Yeah,
1: I never got I never got to do that. I think I I think I missed my opportunity.
0: But I think honestly, they're overrated.
1: Yeah, no, I only did a Midnight Showing for the final Harry Potter movie because we didn't have Midnight Showings for the first six. And then by the time I got to number seven, I was living in Ottawa. So that was a thing. And it was very exciting. (laughs) But I I missed it for all the others. Yeah.
2: I've been to a like a 1035 showing where I get out of the theater at like 1 a.m. And I'm like, Jesus, this is really late. Yeah. <laughs> There's like that. no one in the theater. The, everyone that works the concession stand has gone home already. Mm-hmm. Very bleak. <laughs> everyone, Everyone's staring at me like, why the fuck are you here so late? Like, get they're, out right they're now like, so we,
0: we could have closed if you just hadn't bought this <laughs> ticket. Do either of you remember, I think it was called Soul Surfer. It was the movie about the surfer whose arm gets bit off by a shark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw that at like a 1030... time with like a bunch I thought of you're
2: th- gonna say i thought you were gonna say a midnight show I was me
0: like, too. i'm pretty sure i saw that at like a 10 or 10 30 start time with some friends from uh, my floor in my first year of university and the only people th- in the theater were me and my friends and then one old man alone and we were all like very uncomfortable being in the room <laughs> with that one man alone watching soul surfer
2: yeah yeah that, yeah, that would be a little strange yeah, it was weird should we talk about BoJack?
0: Yes, we should. Henry we Fondle. Absolutely. So yeah, sex robot.
1: I love this robot so very much. He absolutely me kills me. Every one of the lines yeah. that Todd makes it say, it's it, so funny. It's like, my prime directive is to pleasure you. <laughs> yeah, funny. literally every time oh Every God. time
2: Henry Fondle, Fondle talks, it makes me laugh. So I mean, uh-huh. the, the, the sex robot... Does look a little intimidating. I don't know if this particular model is for me, but for Todd's first robot ever built, like very impressive that he was able to do this in one afternoon. Just, just think of what he could do with like a whole day or a week even.
0: Well, he would this is the problem, right? Like <laughs> yeah, Todd true. can exclusively do things that are accomplished in an afternoon because otherwise he's on to the next.
1: <laughs> exactly. I, I was very impressed. Emily's, like, criticizing the robot to some extent, and he's like, hey, man, like, I did this in an afternoon and I've never built <laughs> yeah, one before. This is actually pretty yeah, exactly. good. And it's like, fair enough. Honestly, that's <laughs> very impressive. So, yeah,
0: yeah, the robot has a variety of sex toys coming off of it in many ways. Uh, <laughs> and, like, jabbing
1: know? very yeah, aggressively.
0: Dild- dildos <laughs> doing all kinds of motion there's one that's kind of like moving up and down a bit there's one that's like thrusting very like there's options for like whatever your mood is i think Mm -hmm. the only thing that this robot is really missing is that giant barrel of lube
1: (laughs) true (laughs) oh man combine those two unstoppable
0: that is an unstoppable fucking machine (laughs) oh my god but one of the dildos knocks over a candle and lights Princess Carolyn's entire apartment on fire. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no! My wacky scheme backfired as always. <laughs> I love it. I
0: I like though it's it's so sweet because Todd clearly like does love Emily, right? But just mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. understands that they they have this one fundamental incompatibility, and he's just trying to find a way to work around that so that they can be together. Like he just wants her to be his girlfriend and to be her boyfriend and it's sweet but it's just Mm -hmm. the the sex robot misguided
2: i i I have to ship the the todd
1: emily henry fondle thruffle Mm -hmm.
0: yes (laughs) love a good thruffle (laughs)
1: misguided but very sweet yes absolutely
0: We also have Ralph and Princess Carolyn waiting to get this baby, and Princess Carolyn asks why he never called after she kicked him out of the apartment after the miscarriage, how she wishes he had stayed that night, and how he, this, like, honestly, what a spineless little piece of shit. It's like, oh, well, you seem so mad. It's like, yeah, she was drunk and, like, suffering trauma. Yeah, she was upset. That doesn't mean you'd never talk to them again. Like, I, I hate that mouse. (laughs)
2: did we even really need to bring him back for this like i don't really care about them getting closure or whatever this was for them like i don't know it was just really dragging down the whole like storyline for me
0: i agree completely i wish that we had had something more fun for princess carol like i get that she had to be out of the apartment so that todd could be doing the scheme with emily (laughs) but like (laughs) they could have found something else for her to do yeah
2: yeah unfortunately probably probably my my uh third favorite of the three stories we get in this episode
1: I do think there's something, like, sort of valuable, though, in getting the, like, she is committed to doing this by herself. It's not that she's doing it, like, wishing that she had Ralph back in her life. Like, I think that there's something sort of interesting in being like, no, she actually just wants to do it like this. Like, this is what she's chosen. And, like, we are going to dangle this family idea in front of her. And she's, like, not even tempted by it. Yeah, that's
2: that's true. true. And I definitely do like the, like, one moment she has with the baby before it gets ripped away from her again. Yeah. Yeah
0: so sad oh my god Mm -hmm. but yeah i I didn't like her being like i wish you had stayed like why didn't you like that made me sad because it's like i feel like she's in a situation where there's just unresolved hurt and it's like Mm -hmm. that's not something that's ever going to be resolved like you're not going to be able to turn ralph into the kind of person who stays after that or who calls you again like it's just it's another fundamental incompatibility yeah fuck that mouse hate him so much (laughs) we also so we get bojack and hollyhock they are waiting to buy drugs under the bridge where they do the drag race in greece did we skip the
1: gina scene
0: oh did we skip the gina scene yeah we did thank you so bojack and hollyhock first drive to gina's apartment because maybe he forgot some pills there
1: interesting here where like Bojack is just like intimately familiar with Gina's schedule where he's like yeah mm-hmm. like she's not gonna be home because she has book club tonight and like Nicole always picks dumb books and then doesn't even read them and then like we do get a moment of like we switch the nights to confuse Nicole
0: <laughs> yeah I liked that a lot that made me very happy that that little mm-hmm. inside reference but yeah Bojack like obviously him and Gina have had some sort of level of intimacy that like he hasn't really even picked up on even though he's yeah. been in it which makes sense with like Last episode, how Gina's like, oh, are we throwing a party? Like, they obviously yeah. were spending hmm. so much time together.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he even says, like, why do I know her entire schedule? Like, what is yeah. going on here?
0: Yeah. But he still... Yeah, does it
1: twice. Like, Mm. he looks back, like, why do I know this about her? (laughs) Like, because you guys are, like, in a relationship.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He also does not know, though, where she keeps her spare key. Because once there's no key under the (laughs) mat, he has no plan. So Hollyhock (laughs) suggests maybe she could break in a window in the back. But Hollyhock
2: is a great wingwoman. She she is down to just break into a stranger's house, I must say. If you're going on a caper with someone, Hollyhock is a great person to to take a Yeah.
0: Also, if you want... Like, not to joke about cults, but if you wanted to try improv, I feel like she would be very good at yes and (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's true. And this whole scene, I I love this scene where he's like yelling to hollyhock while also talking to gina i just found it all mm-hmm. very funny because Yeah, because the, the stuff he's saying to gina does not make sense without the mm-hmm. context of of him also yelling to hollyhock
0: yeah but gina takes it as like oh my god you actually want to be with me no co co-star has ever come to my house and wanted to be with me after the show wraps like maybe maybe we're what each other's been waiting for this whole time
1: Mm-hmm. And oh, she yeah. super you got, you opens to... up, too. Like, she's like, oh, I always just internalize that, that that's just what I deserve, just for no one ever to follow up with me again. But like, maybe I do. It's like, oh, God, this poor woman is definitely going to get super hurt.
0: Yeah. And he's like, yeah. yeah, definitely. I'll call you tomorrow, because this is where Haleakas has a bag of pills. So yeah. he leaves. And then when they get in the car, he's like, so I left that in a good spot where I could just ghost her now, right? <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I, like I, you, he better not hurt Gina. Even though I know hundred percent he will. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: he he definitely only knows how to hurt women.
2: I also love the quote he says to Hollyhock where he's like, where he keeps blaming her, and he's like, "I do not blame you, but if you blame yourself, that is okay with me." Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna start <laughs> using. I think I'm gonna start using that one on people. That's very good.
0: <laughs> that's so passive aggressive. <laughs> Listen,
2: I don't blame you, but if you blame yourself, like that's fine. That's, that's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then they decide that these aren't the right pills, and they like throw them at the window. And Hawk's like, "Wait, do you think Gina needed those? She's like, no one needs pills. She'll be fine. Nobody needs pills." <laughs> yeah
0: oh my god as he's and he's literally like at this point tweaking like he is mm-hmm. definitely starting to experience some symptoms of withdrawal from not having his opioids yeah very sad 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 stuff they also go to this is where they go to buy the drugs under the bridge where they yeah. did the drag race in Greece. have yeah. either of you seen greece
1: a thousand times <laughs> greece is
2: famously my second least favorite movie of all time wow okay I hated Grease. I I love the soundtrack. There's a lot of bops that I will sing along to. Mm -hmm. But the actual movie, I just didn't... I I mean, if I grew up with it, I probably would love it. But watching it as like a 20-something for the first time, I was like, I I don't like this.
1: Yeah, no, I grew up with it famously in the 70s. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's my mom's like favorite movie so.
2: <laughs> famously definitely. in the 70s. I didn't even bat an eye. It's like, yeah, 70s. Yeah, such, Lindsay, such Lindsay was it. alive in the
0: 70s. That's a great recurring <laughs> is Lindsay really a ghost? Maybe that's what we should be talking about. I definitely also grew up watching greece but now any memory I have of watching Grease is overruled by this story. So, this past fall was my uncle's 60th birthday, so they did a mm-hmm. 60s themed party. For the mm. birthday, and everyone was supposed to so wear. So he was al- he was
2: alive in the seventies. So he was sure.
0: alive in the seventies. So everyone was supposed to wear sixties themed costumes, and my dad and his girlfriend went dressed as Danny and Sandy from Grease, which is famously a mm-hmm. movie about the fifties made 50. in the seventies. <laughs> yeah. So nothing about it is. Well, 60s. I guess they figured it it
2: bounced out. No. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you true. add it up and take the average. <laughs> that is the sixties. Oh,
0: and, no. and the picture is very funny. There's a very very good wig involved, so I'll see if I can find that picture to send it to the two of you. She do so leather pants right. Sandy
1: or did she do like uh Yeah of course she did, of
0: course she did leather pants Sandy. You've seen you've Incredible. seen her before. Come on. But <laughs> I which again, like I would do leather pants Sandy too. Like no judgment on of course. that. But Iconic I just think, look. <laughs> I, I, I just thought that that was very funny and now anytime I think of Greece I think of my dad and his girlfriend dressed up sure. for a sixties yep. party as a couple from the fifties portrayed in the seventies.
1: <laughs> in this case you did cancel out previous memories with the new ones <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but i works. like
0: the previous memories better
1: you canceled out the good ones with bad ones <laughs> uh, you did it wrong
0: oh no of course i did it ro- classic me doing stuff wrong <laughs> like what's new but while they're waiting for this officer meow meow fuzzy face makes a return <laughs> he is dressed he has a hat on that says teen and he comes up on the scooter <laughs>
1: Hello, <laughs> drug merchant. <laughs> is it lit here? <laughs> this,
0: this is honestly probably on,
1: yeah. how I'd sound <laughs> yeah. if I was looking for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> if I was looking for
0: drugs. It's so funny because Bojack comes up and he's still in his Filbert costume. So the drug dealer's like, are mm-hmm. you a cop? Like, you look like a cop. He's like, oh, no, it's just like a costume from a show I'm on. And the drug dealer's like, most people return the costumes, like WTF. <laughs> but then when Officer Meow Meow comes up, he's like no, this guy's obviously a cop. And the drug dealer's like, no, 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 he's cool. I could tell.
2: No, <laughs> no further explanation needed. He's-
0: yep. <laughs> the drug dealer also was an octopus. And I mm. did like that they had handcuffs for all of the, for all, yeah. all of the tentacles. <laughs> yeah.
2: I noticed that too. That was very funny.
0: But Bojack and, and Hollyhock run away from the police. They, they get into a high-speed chase.
2: Yes. Good, I was rooting for them. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they they climb over a fence together.
1: Yeah, Bojack just like hoists Hollyhock over, and then just like leaps over himself, and she's just like, uh, because he's been complaining about his back for this whole time.
0: I was shocked because we've been hearing about Bojack's poor physical health for f- yes four and a half seasons now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just was surprised to see him with the okay. the skills and ability.
2: When you're yeah. running from the cops, that adrenaline push that'll get you through anything. I guess so.
0: I don't, I've never run from the cops before. I've never been in a situation where that was even a concern. Um, mm. but no I, further comment, I No further comment. I, I think <laughs> things are different on Long Island.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I once wanted to run from cops, but my friend had to keep reminding me like four separate times that they already had her IDs, so running away would do <laughs> nothing. <laughs> like it, every three seconds I was like, Dude, if we just hop this fence there's no way there's they're catching us and he's like they have our IDs. There's nothing <laughs> we can do. And fa- I am not a badass. Famously this was a had to go to court for getting a summons for loitering in a park after dusk.
1: Oh, wow. I love it. <laughs> what a badass.
0: The the cops, <laughs> Very hardcore the cops crime. are coming after you for loitering in a park after dusk and you're like the thing let's is, run away. The, well, because
2: we, we, we could have. The thing is, they we were waiting for a ride and they must have thought they were breaking up like the drug deal of the century because three cop cars just came
0: oh
1: my God. circling us. And
2: then they must have just felt so stupid that they were like, well, we have to give them something. So they're like, all right. And then my, my two options when I went to court was I could pay a $75 fine or do seven hours of community service. And I chose the fine because I'm not yeah. doing I'm not doing community yes. service during winter break.
0: Seven, like. That's a little, you're paying probably more than minimum wage per hour if you yeah. do the, the volunteering.
2: My friend <laughs> took the community service though, so he thought I was crazy for paying the fine.
0: But now looking back, I wonder who he thinks is the crazy one. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know that's just you know me and my hardened criminal past. Now everyone knows it. Now everyone knows Classic. about it. I,
0: I hope this doesn't impact your future opportunities, Maddie.
2: <laughs> I, I hope not too.
0: You wait that you were in a park after dusk.
2: I go on my next interview and they're like, so we were listening to BoJack, Bojack HorsePod, we are horse squirrels, and we found out that you were loitering in a park after dusk once in 2011. Like, I mean, that, that is no good. Here's
0: the thing. If you're ever going into an interview and they're like, we know about you from BoJack HorsePod, that means they love you because you're beloved, right? So, That's yeah. true.
1: Man, this is why That's... you always come on all the dark episodes, Maddie. You just bring the gritty realism that we need for these episodes. <laughs>
0: Nothing yes, exactly. grittier than being in a park after dusk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Loitering in a park after dusk. Come mm-hmm. on, don't make me sound. Sa- don't make me sound like.
1: Don't make me sound uncool. Not,
0: not to be yeah, exactly. like anti-establishment or whatever but loitering mm. is the most bullshit charge of all time. like you're just like arrested standing for being somewhere for just who existing? among us hasn't
2: loitered in a park after
1: dusk Like <laughs> who among us
0: i why won't they arrest me for loitering at my place of employment like i spend a lot of time there that's certainly loitering like come on <laughs> but we also get back to the to princess carolyn's apartment with the fire emily's ex actually shows up to put out the fire not because he cares about her but because he cares about putting out fires
1: Yes, so
2: good <laughs> uh, so i i very much also respect the <laughs> respect the art of uh, putting out fires yes mm-hmm.
0: uh, i do think i'm very anti-fire i was gonna say i do think that Bojay horse Pod could probably join you on being pretty anti-fire I'll admit, like I do, like a fireplace or a fire pit, mm. like being near them. But I would never be the one to start a fire.
2: Mm-mm. Oh no, never. Or be
0: responsible for putting it out. I'll just sit near the warmth and enjoy it.
2: Yeah, same. absolutely not. Yeah, c- fire is so scary. Another, another one of my second least favorite things. Can like my you- second <laughs> least favorite thing overall is fire. Can
0: you? But can you get on board with like a bonfire? Like, would you ever be able to be around one, or is it pa- it's too far gone even for that?
2: The thing is, it's scary when you're. That close to it. Like, you could just fall in the fire at any moment. And then also, it also just gets too warm. Like, I, I think I'd rather just be a little too cold than a little too warm.
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh, I still like a fire pit, but I can respect that you don't.
2: I have, mm-hmm. like, an electric fireplace at my house, and I always turn it off because it just gets too warm when it's on.
0: <laughs> I don't have one of those because i'm not fancy but i recently have been at some airbnbs that have had them and i literally will like stand against it to like heat up my back (laughs) and then i lay Mm -hmm. on the floor to press the hot material into my back and like really help with that that geriatric millennial back pain
1: (laughs) (laughs) it feels nice sciatica
0: (laughs) oh my poor sciatica you don't know how i suffer (laughs) but this is where they get the conversation of Todd wanting to date Emily and Emily like you can tell Emily really wants it to work also Mm -hmm. but she's like I saw when I was putting together the app that like some asexuals actually do like have sex do you think that that could be a thing and Todd's just like it's very clearly not a thing for him which is again totally fine and valid like There's just Mm -hmm. different ways to be asexual and the, the way that could have possibly worked for Emily and Todd just isn't the way that Todd is and that's okay. This
1: exchange between them is so cute and also so Mm -hmm. sad that they can't figure it out. But it's just so adorable where she's like, well, what would it be like if we dated? And he's like, well, you'd be my favorite person like you already are. And if something good happened to me, you'd be the first person I'd tell like I already do. And then you'd be proud of me and you'd smile and you'd say, that's my boyfriend. And I was just like, oh, my (sighs) God. I love him. (laughs) "Ah." So sad that they can't make it work because this is just adorable. Well,
0: it's just and this is why it's like so annoying that society places such a pressure on monogamy because like Mm -hmm. an open Mm -hmm. relationship with Todd and Emily could be perfect for them where like they could be together romantically but Emily would still be able to pursue like her physical needs with other people that could understand that kind of arrangement and it would just I think that that would work really well for them but that's just not something that either of them have ever considered
2: yeah they never even discuss that they just go straight to the robot
0: True, yeah. I mean, the robot <laughs> Listen, we, <laughs> a, could have worked.
2: Listen, a few more, exactly. A few more finishing touches on Henry Vondel, and I think I think we've got something here.
1: Get Yolanda's lube. <laughs> yeah, got, I gotta get the
0: lube. Like, I do think like it's very nice that Todd is like at least understands enough to know that like asking Emily to masturbate forever is not like a sustainable solution. <laughs> so he's like, let's get something that could do the job.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. She's a little bit like, okay, so we would just like go out and then like I come back and have sex with the robot. And he's like, "Ah?" (laughs) eh? It could work. It could work.
0: But sadly, not to be. We go back to the hospital where Princess Carolyn is getting the baby and the mother is really excited that her baby is going to a nice family with a mother and a father, thinking that Princess Carolyn and Ralph are a couple. I don't like this part. I don't yeah. like it either
2: for a number of reasons for <laughs> Ralph, just like inserting himself in there the way that he does. And then, yeah. and then when it's just so fucked up with the mom to take the baby back. I mean, yeah. I, I, I guess that's allowed, but, like she clearly doesn't even care about how she just like emotionally killed Princess Carolyn and yeah I, I don't know I don't know what the rule is I feel as soon as she passes the baby to Princess Carolyn the baby should legally belong to Princess Carolyn I think Carolyn they probably now.
0: hadn't signed any papers yet is the problem and I also think and like I am not like a legal person so like i I can't speak to the legality of this but like i do think that there's probably some room in a adoption contract for the the mother to change her mind in like the early not once
2: not once the baby changes hands (laughs) That's that's when it becomes final.
1: Yeah. Then as soon as you pass your time. baby to any of your friends, it's just the honor system that they give it back to you. <laughs> exactly. Theirs, they don't have to. The Legally,
2: they, have they don't have
1: like, to.
0: Like honestly, once you birth that baby into the doctor or nurse's hands, it's actually theirs, and it's on their mm-hmm. uh, mercy whether they give you your baby or not.
2: And they usually do. Like ninety nine percent of yeah, the time. Yeah. I, I think most
0: back. of the time they're like, "Yeah, I, I already have like seven or eight babies right. at home. I don't need this one." Too. Exactly. <laughs> but if you birth oh, a really sorry. cute one watch out (laughs) that's why
2: you have to do your research you want the person delivering your baby to be someone that already has like seven or eight kids so chances are they won't
1: want another one indeed or have an ugly baby
0: yeah
2: or have
1: an ugly well it's
0: hard though because if someone already has seven or eight they might also be like the other kind of crazy that wants even more the other kind of person (laughs) (laughs) that's there are two types of people people that want a normal amount of babies from like i don't know zero to three and people that want more (laughs)
1: And Lindsay's family. That
0: that is true. Lindsay, there's like, there's so much going on there that I can't even begin (laughs) to unpack. That okay? Yes. Well said. (laughs) You already had therapy today. What are you trying to double dip with my family? (laughs) I do every week. (laughs) Oh. Oh god. But yeah, Ralph is like immediately down to adopt this child and raise it with Princess Carolyn, and I'm just like, I will smack you so hard, like.
2: Yeah, he just stands up and is like, "I am now the father. Like, we, yeah. are, we are doing <laughs> yeah. this together now. I've, I've decided."
1: and like I see what he's going for when he says like because initially she says something to the effect of like I wish you'd called and he says like oh well you told me not to and she's like yeah but I didn't think you would like take me seriously and here she says like no I want to do this on my own he's like I hear what you're saying but I don't believe you or whatever I'm not making mm-hmm. the same mistake and it, like I see what he's going for but it comes off so douchey and so condescending like yeah, I hear exactly. you, but I'm ignoring you <laughs> it's like get out of here <laughs> yeah
0: on this podcast we wish that Ralph Stilton would simply believe women okay Yes. I think that this this is like such a very different scenario than when they broke up also that it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, when she was drunk and told you to never come back, yeah, you have a follow-up call. But right now she is stone cold sober and she's telling you what yeah. she wants. And she, also like
1: in that moment, like you guys were in a relationship and she went through a trauma versus now she's like a single person making exactly. a decision.
0: It makes me so mad. I, w-
2: I would just like for Princess Carolyn to get a win for once like with yeah. this a, right? I can't keep watching this and this is you know up until this point I was like I did it I picked a winner I picked the rare late season Bojack episode where it's not too heavy you know we did it and now here it's just going to start coming apart if we yeah. didn't this we is didn't the, be- the beginning <laughs> of the end so, oh I don't think I don't think we did it team
0: yes nope <laughs> close you made it so you like f- you, so you like f- it fumbled at like the three yard line is <laughs> yeah, 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 that exactly. a real football <laughs> yeah I mean
2: for all you wacky football fans out there something for you I
0: think that made at least a little bit of sense Colin can text me and let me know if it didn't make sense but yeah Princess Carolyn basically gives herself a pep talk of how she can do it on her own and she wants to do it on her own but has the unfortunate side effect of also giving the birth mother the idea that she can do it on her own and please give me my baby back further twisting the knife by saying Princess Carolyn you're amazing can you be my mother
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> very rough she's just she's too good at pep talk i also hate yeah. that birth mother
0: do we know who voices the birth mother
1: mm, i didn't look
0: i don't the... it was not ken john it's not I listed not on imdb
1: voice. yeah i do like when she says to princess carolyn like your speech made me realize that i can do it too and she's like no no you definitely no, can't No, not, yeah, no, no, <laughs> not you you. you you definitely can't
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it looks like the birth mother isn't listed not listed on IMDb or on the BoJack wiki.
2: A mystery that we can uncover.
0: Hmm.
1: Paul F. Tompkins.
0: That could be the next Must be. the next iteration of our podcast is a serial style documentary of who voiced the birth mother in season five episode <laughs> one. I like it. But yes, yeah, so we go back to BoJack and Hollyhock and Hollyhock confronts BoJack about the fact that he was able to completely lift her over the fence and climb over without tweaking his back and... Do you need your pain pills all the time?
2: Yeah, yeah, Detective Hollyhock really put the pieces together. Something that I did not do yeah. until she said it. So definitely a better detective than I am in this situation.
0: Yeah, she really she really does get it, you know? She's she's a detective. And Bojack says something that is so heartbreaking that mm-hmm. it, it hurts a lot. He says... I am in pain all the time my whole life all the time I'm sorry you had one bad experience with my mom but I have been in pain my whole life yeah
1: Holly Hawks like she's only been here for the like just her layover between flights and so she's been sort of asking him throughout this like is this really how you want to spend our very limited time together and just hearing that she's like yeah okay we're done here just take me to the airport yeah
2: she definitely did not uh, did not think this is how the visit was going to go. But, like, unfortunately with Bojack, there's always a possibility that something like this can happen.
0: I just, it, it is very confusing because she's like, oh, I wanted to see you, but mm-hmm. she only came for a overnight layover. When it's like, yeah. why wouldn't you plan to come for a few days?
1: Yeah, I mean, she phrases it a little bit as, like... Where he's like, whoa, super convenient that you had a layover. And she's like, no, I like intentionally got a layover here so we could hang out. But yeah, like she could have stayed. Yeah, I also like
2: just put the pieces together. Didn't she say she took a plane from Connecticut to Kansas? So (laughs) having a layover in California would not really make sense. Yeah, so (laughs) she went
0: out of her way. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, she she gets him to take her back to the airport and they go to the, the Southwest terminal. Ha ha. Like, southwest, but it's a pig, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's when pigs fly.
2: Nice. Now that's humor. Layers
0: on layers of humor <laughs> here. And Bojack says, thank you to Hollyark for caring about him. And she offers to take a semester off to help him. Incredible. Yeah. Like, what a
1: gesture. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah what absolutely. What a sister. Yeah.
0: But I feel
2: like her eight dads would never let that happen. <laughs> like, they would beat the shit out of Bojack if he if he was like, yeah, take a semester off. Come Come help me out. That is true. They would be (laughs) at his house so fast, all eight of them, just like, we are (laughs) taking Hollyhock back to school.
0: Yeah, they would give him a reason to be on Painkillers, probably.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Bojack does like apologize and admits he might have been wrong and like thanks her and everything so that's nice and it it, they seem kind of okay but they both just seem like so like resigned and deflated in this moment that it's also tough to watch
0: it's yeah it's really sad and bojack does promise in this moment that he will only take painkillers if he really needs them like if he gets hurt again the holly says she loves him and leaves to get on her plane yeah
2: and they they, like wave at the end too that wave really got me i don't know what about it but it was just like
0: yeah. yeah, it feels like a very, like,
1: there's a finality to it of like, I don't exactly, know if we're going to yeah. see each other again. Yeah. Kind of. yeah. Yeah,
2: like, and I don't remember if we see Hollyhock again. So like, I don't know. I, this very well could be the last time. And I was just like, oh, that's yeah, sad. It's sad.
0: At the end of the episode, basically, everyone is giving like a heavy sigh, like Princess Carolyn's upset about losing the baby. Todd is upset about Emily and is like opening the All About That Ace app. And Bojack is waiting at a traffic light and sighs. But he's also, again, very... Clearly going through withdrawal symptoms. And at the end of the episode, he slams on the gas and drives straight into oncoming traffic
2: yeah 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 he, he does does the unthinkable there and I, I think now we're at the finally at the point where like maybe this is like maybe a little too heavy for me so good thing the episode's <laughs> over now and like, like we perfect time to end i don't know if i could have kept going after that well
0: and it's it's this is like an extension of you know at the end of i believe it was season three when bojack drives away and like starts driving really fast and let's and it's like we've seen so much reckless behavior from bojack at every turn and this is the first time we've really seen like him like put those intrusive thoughts into actual action and not think better of it at any point he just yeah. wants painkillers needs painkillers uh, on a chemical level to the point mm-hmm. where he's willing to get into a catastrophic car accident in order to get them
1: yeah, he was told he could have them as long as he was actually hurt, so. And he hurt. did not
2: want to be a liar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sad. But Very that's sad. episode. We did it.
2: A downer we ending.
0: It. Well, I mean, what's yeah. new? I feel like every... I, I don't think you've been on one episode, Maddie, that hasn't had a downer ending. No. I, th-
2: I think we need a heavy sigh montage of our own.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's tough. We have a lot of feedback about various episodes hmm starting with this one just because we're on the subject so this is from Sarah and she wrote in to say what is your favorite time to go to the movies or do an evening activity since Lindsay doesn't go to movies <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, for God. you Lindsay it
2: would be when's your favorite time to play cribbage <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah at is good <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I said eight, the 8 p.m. hour is an all-star hour it is the prime time <laughs> hour it's the hour where everything happens eight to nine is such a good time to, to start doing anything
1: I really would love it if like all activities are done by ten. <laughs> that yeah. makes me pretty happy.
0: That is nice. <laughs> Movies are like over two hours now, though. So an eight o'clock start time, you're not even done by ten. Yeah.
2: I mean, well, especially with trailers. Trailers are, like twenty minutes mm-hmm. long. I mean, if not, they not, even not, one start... trailer is not twenty yeah, minutes. Yeah, but... even
0: if they even start on time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I got not not to bring this back to my movie going experience <laughs> again, but I I hit heavy traffic because I had to. It was a it was like a foreign film so it wasn't playing at any theater near me so i had to drive like a half hour to get there but there was also a lot of traffic so i ended up being like 10 minutes late but i was like oh don't worry there's always 20 minutes of trailers i didn't miss anything and then i got in there and the movie had already started
0: (sighs) so i missed like the first i don't know
2: i missed the prologue
0: oh i'm so sorry Jess.
2: i know i still got it It was still good though what
0: movie (laughs) did you see
2: Uh, the worst person in the world okay
0: okay
1: Mm -hmm.
2: can't recommend Mm -hmm. it enough it
1: was really good
0: good to know good to know
1: Sarah is also the person with the extremely hot take, where she says, "Honestly, I still really love Ralph. Why can't they be together?" And the reason is because we hate him.
0: Yeah, no, he's bad, and we don't like him.
1: <laughs> yeah. So sorry, Sarah, that we can't give you anything more than that. But listen to the previous hour and a half for more. Oh, yeah, I've, I have nothing more to say about that. That <laughs> mouse. <laughs> Sarah also sent questions from the last two episodes. So she said, in response to Mr. Peanut Butter's booze. All the flashbacks and all the Mr. Peanut Butter girlfriends are really fun, but also a great storytelling device. This is a great example of showing us his character flaws rather than telling us. Mm-hmm. Did they hire a new writer this season who is just obsessed with wordplay? <laughs> Maybe.
0: No, they've always been obsessed with wordplay.
2: I also loved the last episode just because of like all the references it makes in all of the years. They, were, they All of them got me. The lost references, the glee references, like everything was just <laughs> making me laugh. So good.
1: She also says, have you ever been around an ex's new boyfriend? We did talk about that a little bit new boyfriend or new girlfriend I guess in this case.
0: Right, we did. Yes, about yeah. how Cam is healthy and we are not.
2: <laughs> yes. I, I maybe I just don't like saying goodbye to people. I feel like I would like to stay friends with all of my exes.
0: <laughs> I, if they if I had
2: exes if they existed, hypothetically, I would like to stay friends with them. I don't of them. think there's
0: anything <laughs> wrong with staying friends with exes. And I don't think there's anything wrong with not staying friends with exes, but I think that unless there's like, something really bad happens, I do think that it can be a red flag if someone, like, could never reach out to any of their exes for any reason. Like, unless, obviously, Mm -hmm. like, if something really bad happened or, like, it was a bad situation, that's different, but I think that it can, like, if, like, it it depends. You know, you gotta just, your mileage may vary.
1: This question I'm going to reveal that I am not an NGOG listener, but... The question is: Is Jessica Biel a who or a they, or is this a question for NGOG?
0: Okay. Well, first of all, who or they is is a reference to a podcast called Who Weekly.
1: I, I was going to say it's probably a question for Who Weekly. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man.
2: Which
0: is so <laughs> the reason why it got brought up as an NGOG thing is because Ali Lasher really likes the podcast Who Weekly, and actually mm-hmm. also Sam Stanish loves Who Weekly. So, and I think Lita Broman too. So we we've had oh yeah, Lita Lita does. Do love you listen love who to Weekly Who Weekly, well? Maddie?
2: I don't. It is not See, one of the twenty-two podcasts. That yeah, I time they for during the week. they
0: hit us on on the wrong week for guests because I've never listened to it before, so I don't know if I know like all of the the like classifications to be a who or a they. But basically, like they are like very famous people where like you know who mm-hmm. they are, and who's are like you hear about them and you are like who? Who? Mm-hmm. I feel
1: okay.
0: like that makes sense. I feel like Jessica Biel. She has name recognition. Largely, I would say, from past relationships more than any of her actual work.
2: I mean, famously on Seventh Heaven. Seventh well, yeah, Heaven's
0: famously.
1: the one I'm like, oh, yes, of course, Jessica Biel.
0: <laughs> I, uh, the fact that anyone has seen Seventh Heaven shocks me every time.
2: <laughs> Honestly the 7th heaven family they would probably be down to have more than 7 or 8 babies cuz didn't they have mm. like 7 kids to seven begin kids. with <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah 7 yeah, yeah if the, if sense. you're put, putting the pieces together if your
0: doctor <laughs> is from the family in 7th heaven watch yeah. out that might be
2: the least, that, that be the least <laughs> of your problems true oh god <laughs>
0: I think like she's not super relevant anymore, but people still know who she is when you say her name. So, like, I would guess that she's a they, but like, I would beg for one of our listeners who listens to Who Weekly to to let us know. I think
2: a good litmus test is to ask Matt ligory if he knows who that person Ooh,
0: is. Ooh, I'm gonna text him right now. That's <laughs> we're, we're going gonna we we're gonna the get the answer live on air. So if we could continue to, to go through this, <laughs>
1: two more. We have one from Sarah on IntSub. I love how the therapist slash slash mediator change all the characters in the story and wish that they changed everyone in the opening credits, but I understand animation costs. I think it was such a fun way to frame a story and it makes you feel like a goofy sense of content before, bam, Filbert take monologue. Shelby also said, the dog in the background of the couple talking in the restaurant looks like my dog and it's hard to focus on anything else. LOL. I know this isn't super entertaining. I just can't get over it. <laughs>
2: Thank you, <laughs> I Shelby. I reached out to, <laughs> they reached out to tell you that.
0: Matt Lagory says that he does, but by name and not by face. Okay. All
2: right. So I think we could say that's a they then, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think so. I think you go by name recognition.
0: I think yeah. that, yeah, I think that's the key. We then have one
1: more from Lux, who wrote in and said, Hello, Horse Queens. Was there ever a consensus of what to call you? I'm not certain. <laughs> Horse and then, Queens. Royalty. Okay. Queens. Yes. And she said she's like up to date, but is then going back, I guess. Yeah. Um. Looking forward to listening to the rest of the podcast. Question for you. If there was one thing, one moment, trait of a character, plot line, anything at all that you could change in BoJack, what would it be? One thing that would possibly improve how good or enjoyable the show is. I would
2: have uh, Princess Carolyn and Vincent Adultman be Endgame. Stop
0: it. Oh my God. That is the most unhinged thing I've ever. Here's the thing, okay? I don't think that this would probably make the quality of the show better, but it would make my life better. Is if the show made me feel better? How it makes me feel is that what I would change?
2: Yeah, but then then it's just like any old show. This the fact that BoJack is able to mess us up quite like this badly really is just speaks to what kind of show it really is. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't I couldn't pick anything specific either, I don't think. But yeah, it definitely makes us feel bad a lot of the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it makes us feel bad and I want I would change it to make it make me feel good. Mm-hmm.
2: They should do an alternate version where there's happy endings at the end of every episode.
1: Yeah. Just more Princess Carolyn wins would be good. Absolutely. Yes.
0: Also, yeah. I miss Judah. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Yes. Yes. I, All right. I, I wouldn't go without him if I could change one thing.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, that's uh, I was going to say that's it for me. But we do have one more. We have a new review, Kirsten. What? Mm-hmm. In America, of course.
0: Oh, my but God. this is
1: from VMCVAS16. Okay. <laughs> best Bojack pod around. Had to leave a five-star review now that I'm caught up. Love the hilarious banter and fantastic commentary. Bonus points for Kirsten being a fellow fan of the best thing to come out of my home city, The Main.
0: Yes! Ooh. The Maine. They're so good.
1: I like the few,
2: the few songs I've heard from them.
0: Hell, yeah. There you go. That's it. Don't
2: ask me to name them because I, I can't, but That's I fine. definitely had, have heard a I love a also
0: one thing that The Main did that I think this is, this is going to be very niche for like the 2010 Warped Tour crowd, but they did a cover of Pour Some Sugar On Me one summer <laughs> on tour and it was incredible.
1: Nice.
0: Like The Main is pop punk, but also I think they're just like a classic rock band that exists in modern time and I love them very much, so <laughs> yay. We had, there's some Twitter action out here. All right. So Sarah uh, is a vote to keep the what time is it right now segment. But uh, she also listened last night when the podcast first got released. So she said it was weird to be listening on a Monday. And that today, February 22nd, is her grandmother's birthday and should be celebrated. So happy birthday, Sarah's grandma. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: that's
0: a holiday. Um, Morgan (laughs) came up with another unhinged thing that we could do at the end of BoJack is we watch every episode again but in random order determined by a wheel spin. And that's how we get Kirsten and Lindsay need a podcast.
1: Oh, my sick God. I'm
0: sick of the wheel spins. I do think this, is, I do think this is a pretty funny idea. <laughs> do we pretend Done.
1: that this is just like they're going in sequence? Like we don't acknowledge that it's random? We're just like, wow, what a crazy well, thing Well, no, no, no. When it, you have to struggle to so pull we, continuity. We do, yeah. we
0: do a second watch through, mm-hmm. but we do it in random order. Right. I mean, I don't hate it.
1: Yeah, something to think Um, about.
0: (laughs) I I put up a poll today asking if five Twilight movies are a fair trade-off for three Lord of the Rings movies. And it's a 63% say yes, 37% say no. Sam Stanish came through with the receipts that if you watch... All three of the Lord of the Rings movies, it's either five hundred and fifty eight minutes or six eighty six if you watch the extended editions. And for Twilight, it's only six oh seven minutes. So it's a pretty comparable amount Mm -hmm. of time. It's definitely
2: fair. Like I don't know why anyone would say it isn't. Like Lord Lord of the Rings is very long.
1: Right. Very long. You don't need to watch the extended editions. I don't care what I got to say.
2: Like I like Lord of the Rings. I, I have watched all of the movies multiple times but they mm-hmm. there's stretches of those movies that are that can get pretty boring so yeah. I, I i think kirsten i i think if you'd enjoy a star war more than you'd enjoy a lord of the rings
0: I will not trying to get you to ever watch. Is, the thing is is that zone. I I'm not, I don't really have that much of a choice in this situation. Like I could be like no, I'm never watching that, but it's not that's not like a nice thing. Like I, I, they're not asking that much of me, right? I
2: hope I hope your new personality just becomes Lord of the Rings. No. Like you get so into <laughs> Actually, it. Actually, I
0: think part of why I'm like so anti Lord of the Rings also is that on my floor in first year university, there was this guy Joel who bought like a pan flute in the first week and then learned the Lord of the Rings like score and would just like Ooh, be I do- Love he would score. just be walking up and down the hallways at like two in the morning, like high as hell, doing the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. And it would just you'd like wake up to a freaking pan flute at 3 a.m. And you'd be like, I have a midterm tomorrow. Like, What are you doing?
2: <laughs> That's really funny. I feel like I'd want to be friends with this. guy. I
0: think that <laughs> before he got really into drugs, he seemed like a really nice guy. But then he got really into drugs and dropped out of school that year.
2: Ah, That'll
0: yeah. happen. So it's actually a sad story. He also once, I think, got really high and bit someone and left, like, Mm. teeth marks. It was scary. Scally says that it's not a fair trade because Twilight is the better end of the deal. Well, I mean, I
2: I do think that... I've only seen the first two Twilight movies because... Well, I had never seen any of them, and then I watched the first two with my friend for her birthday, and then she just watched the rest of them without me. So I felt like, I don't know, I don't have it in me to, like, start up now.
0: I watch them every year, Maddie. We can watch them together.
2: <laughs> I'd be down. I, I do want to see how it all plays out because I've never read the books or oh an, read the books or anything either. But I, I've seen all of Lord of the Rings, and there are no baseball scenes in any Lord of the Rings movie. And the baseball <laughs> scene in Twilight is
1: one of the best things to yeah. ever happen
2: in, in, the, in, film in the world. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah in
1: in global history, yeah, you're right.
0: It is the
1: best. That poll got a lot more votes than my Royal Diaries question. I think <laughs> oddly.
0: Well, the thing is, is I think that oddly. there were people voting in this poll. Also, I did retweet this poll to my personal account, and I did not Mm, retweet the Royal Diaries one, so I do think that's part of it. But Mm. I think that a lot of people voting in Twitter polls might not actually be listeners of the podcast, and so they don't know what we're talking about. Did you listen to that audiobook yet?
1: Heck yeah. Yeah, I finished it on Sunday. Was
0: it as good as you remembered?
1: So, I mean, I guess. It was, like, pretty much what I remembered. The narrator, so I listened an audiobook as, as mentioned in the poll but it was like the narrator's voice wasn't great where she tried to do like a kid voice through the whole thing which was kind of annoying and then it also ended extremely abruptly. So spoiler alert for the Russian Revolution, the Romanovs <laughs> all get killed. And it's like, she's like, I've decided to give my diary to the maid or whatever. And then it's like epilogue. They all got brutally murdered and then acid was splashed yeah. on their bodies. Yeah. And I was like, the, didn't I read this when I was the, 10? The like,
0: epilogue to the <laughs> Anastasia Royal Diary is like one of the worst things in the world. And I vividly remember the first time I read it and I couldn't fall asleep after like...
1: I had no memory I, I had no memory of how they ended it so I was like how are they going to do this like she it's a diary she can't be talking about it uh, I did not remember it being quite so yeah, visceral it was
0: bad <laughs> um sorry yeah. back to back to the tweets Morgan also is furious that in uh, Mr. Peanutbutter's Booze, they retcon it that Bojack and Diane have met before season one. They buy that Bojack wouldn't remember it, but the opening line of One Trick Pony is, The first time I met Bojack Horseman, he was puking cotton candy off the deck of his lavish house in the hills, the lights of the city twinkling below us. So I think they either had to include cotton candy in that Halloween party or not retcon it.
1: If it helps, there is a cotton candy machine in the background of that scene.
0: Yeah, but he was on the phone finding out his dad died in a duel. And finding out his
1: dad died in a duel, true.
2: If it helps, the writers probably don't even remember that line.
0: <laughs> That's You know what? Fair enough, unfortunately. Iris also said they had to pause the episode to let me know about the Nicole Byer and Lauren Lapkus podcast newcomers pod Baby, Hero I know. Come on, come on, <laughs> come on. You, you come think on. I don't know about a Nicole Byer project? <laughs> I think they need
2: to. They need to come back again with something that I've seen I've, before. I'm I've not, sure i had not been listening um, to are their...
0: Maddie, I think they're starting up doing the Marvel movies.
2: Ugh, another thing I don't care
0: um, about. Well, I don't think they care about it either, which is kind of. The I, whole yeah, that, that's
2: part. That's part um, of the charm. Yeah, but I like it when they're doing stuff that I do like because yeah. then their takes on guess, it are funny. I
0: guess that that is a big pro of me watching Lord of the Rings is that I can then listen to Nicole Byer and Lori Lapkus talk about it.
2: I did my <laughs> Lord of the Rings rewatch just, be, just for that podcast and I, oh I watched all the Hobbit movies for my first time because of that
0: podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, respectable. So you know what? Now I'm feeling a lot better about the whole thing. So That's true. Good times. They should
2: do Twilight. Then I could yes. have an excuse to watch the Twilight Oh my god, movies. I would
0: cry. I am going to tweet at Nicole Byer every single day until she <laughs> does that. No, I'm not. You know I don't have the endurance for it. But yeah, that's, that is what we've got in these Twitter streets. Also, lots of replies to the Pod Friends podcast that are very kind. And thank you, for everyone, for not being mean to me.
1: It's so good. Go listen to it.
0: Stop it do we have anything else is that that, i think that's it that's all right
1: i think so yes
0: if people would like to be part of the conversation next week you can email us bojackhorsepod at gmail.com or tweet at us at bojackhorsepod we also do have our google form tinyurl.com slash bojackhorsepod but like just email us or tweet us (laughs) it's it's fine
1: yeah people use the forum still we got like six new responses to it today well
0: i mean use the and you don't mind checking the form lindsay that's fine. Oh, then, use, my process. then use the form because <laughs> Lindsay's a one and it's part of her process. So she's not going to stop checking anyways. But please, again, it's National Give a Compliment Day. Please give us a compliment in the form of a five-star <laughs> podcast review. It would be really kind. If you're on Spotify, it's super easy. You just hit the star. You just hit the star and it will give us like a total number of five stars. And on Apple Podcasts, you can just hit the star. But also like if you leave a review, we'll read it on the podcast. And isn't that like all you could want in the world (laughs) maddie thank you for joining us
2: thank you thank you so much for repeatedly inviting me to come on the podcast
0: i mean if i'm gonna get an annual spot on lonely boys i figure it's only only fair that you get a a spot on bojack
2: (laughs) another fair (laughs) trade-off
0: but yeah do you want to let everyone know where they can find you
2: Absolutely. Please follow me on Twitter at MaddieFresh24 and tweet me all the compliments you have for this national Give a Compliment Day. And also listen to my podcast, The Lonely Boys, where me and my good friend Brendan Ruppel are breaking down every single episode of Gossip Girl. He is a new watcher. I am the expert, of course, and I am guiding him through the series. We've just started season two. We have, much like this show, we have a, a slew of iconic guests coming up, so you're you're really not going to want to miss it. And yeah, Kirsten has been on. Kirsten will be on again soon, oh yeah. and also Lindsay will be on at some point. We just need to <laughs> figure that out. So everyone, subscribe and listen. That's the Lonely Boys. It's going to be a lot of fun, and you'll love it, and you'll thank me later. So that's that.
0: And I co-sign everything Maddie said, just for the record. And yeah, if you want to hear more from Lindsay and I, Lindsay has the Simpsons In and Now podcast. Go check it out. It's still there. It's not going anywhere go listen to it. And if you want to hear more from me, you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. By the time this comes out, we will be one day away from the Big Brother Canada premiere, so I'm sure that I will be getting involved in some coverage of that over on Rob Has a Podcast. And we will also be one week out from riverdale coming back so i will be talking about that with mary over on kowski cast but we will be back next week with another phenomenal guest to talk about season five episode 10 of bojack head in the clouds so we'll see you then
1: bye